0: Isolation is a con man, and he's not even a very good one. He promises independence, but he only delivers on loneliness, and he's even fumbling in the sleight of hand in the process. Now, I know that everybody has experienced isolation at some point over the last two years. I know that I have. I'm just on the tail end of having COVID. Now, it's hard to explain the emotional roller coaster that comes with having COVID, but what's even worse is the mental roller coaster that it sends you on. That's the thing that I expected to be the smallest problem, and it ended up being the biggest problem that I had trying to get over COVID. In fact, last night I was watching Graham Steffen's video on him having COVID, and it was really interesting because he and I actually went through some of the same mental processes and hardships, and I didn't expect that. Also, Graham, if you ever see this, my coffee still tastes like mud. I don't know what COVID did to my taste buds, but this is the only thing that it has affected. I think Graham and I have had what could best be described as a lack of mental motivation. Now, I'm usually a pretty high-producing individual. I really like accomplishing tasks. I really like a set of goals in front of me, and I really like accomplishing those goals. Now, this can be a blessing and a curse because sometimes I get stuck on a task and then I can't move past it until I've completed it, and so when I have days in my office where I don't get a lot done, it really leaves me feeling unfulfilled, but on the other hand, on those days when I do have a lot of tasks and I get to accomplish a lot of them. There's a ton of dopamine rushes, and I feel like my life has a lot of meaning and a lot of purpose, and uh, it's really fun. Now, this is great for the fact that I work in a church, and so a lot of times when uh, I accomplish a lot, it helps other people. It can help with their spiritual walk, or it can help with their worship, or um, or their understanding of God and scripture. So, enter COVID, and all of that just stopped. Now, I was kind of prepared for it mentally, because I, I understood that when I got COVID, there was gonna be a couple days where I just wouldn't be able to do anything. And so I was just ready for that. And I was like, all right, I'm just gonna shut myself down, compartmentalize all of the productivity that I want to have and just get over having COVID and then get back to work. Because Omicron is just the weak version of COVID and I'll be back to work here in a couple of days and I'll be in my house and I'll have all this creativity, get a ton done and yeah, none of that actually happened. Uh, You see my original quarantine day, uh, which got moved because of the CDC guidelines is supposed to end tomorrow, and I'm just now to the point where I feel like I can actually do anything. Which leads me to my point, isolation is a con man. Isolation promised me a lot of productivity, some space where I could have some mental clarity, and instead it just delivered on me feeling really unfulfilled over the past week. I feel like I've got mental mashed potatoes and I'm already starting the new year behind. And that's not exactly how I wanted to approach this new year. I really like New Year's. I really like it and I'm not liking it right now. So what are what's the so what's the antidote? Uh there are three things that I am actively trying to do right now in order to help me to come outside of this isolation and uh and to feel a little bit more like living a rich and full life in 2022. Number 1, I am canceling all of my pity parties. I've had some doozies of pity parties and I am just cancelling them. Feeling sorry for myself isn't helping anyone. It's really not helping my kids or my wife, and so I am cancelling all pity parties for Jason. The hardest bit in all of that is complaining. Uh, You can ask my wife here in the next couple of days if I've gotten any better about all of the complaining because I know that I did that. I did that. I'm sorry. I was complaining. I did that. Number two, I'm forcing myself to create something. It may not look like it, but right now I really don't feel like doing this. But, uh, there's an old songwriting adage that says, you don't write when you are inspired, you write until it's inspired. And in the same way, I'm not creating a video because I feel particularly inspired. Rather, I'm creating it hoping that I can make something that feels inspired later. And then, number three, I am kicking isolation out because I do not have a government mandate saying that I need to be isolated in my house right now. I am actually in my office. I got to have conversations with real live grown-ups today and it was fantastic. I got to catch up with a friend of mine uh, that I haven't seen in a long time who just happened to be at the office. I wasn't expecting to see him. So sometimes space matters and sometimes you need to get out of a different space. The point is you need to kick isolation out because there's nothing that prepares you for the hardship of life. Uh, like a good community. And so getting involved in a good community can really help with that. So three things that you can do in order to kick isolation to the curb and cancel your pity parties, you can create something and you can just decide to kick it out. I hope that you don't have COVID and I hope that you don't have any type of self-imposed isolation in your life right now. But if you do, I hope that these t- three tips really helped. If you'd like to join me in really taking a stab at isolation and creating a kingdom honoring culture in your church and in your life, I encourage you to pick up my 31 day community boot camp. We're gonna be doing this in January, starting January 1st, me and my family. So you're more than welcome to join along with me, or if this is sometime in the future, just pick it up where you are, 31 days to see some noticeably better community in your life.